0: Wow. I mean, even the word cyberbullying, uh, that consumes pretty much anything that is related to electronics, right? So not even computers and laptops, but even school tablets, cell phones. And so it really is a very, very difficult problem to chat, uh, to address, um, both on the school front and as a parent. I know that a lot of schools have really included uh cyberbullying as part of their bullying policy and schools really are getting on board with, with expanding the definition of what bullying means beyond the schoolyard because this is really happening twenty four seven. If your child has access to an electronic device, there's likelihood that they're experiencing bullying.
1: When you look at parenting in the world of twenty twenty three. The electronics are such an important role, not only from the education standpoint, which is exciting and good, but unfortunately, as you mentioned, all these electronics bring connectivity 24-7. So from the parenting aspect, what should we be on the lookout for? Because maybe our child, maybe our teen isn't relating some of the issues that he or she is dealing with each and every day on that bullying issue.
0: Yeah, and I would say sometimes kids don't even know that they're getting bullied, right? A lot of times bullying can be chronic and repetitive, and so they might not even uh, feel like what they're experiencing is bullying. So I think you start by having a really good upfront conversation with your child about bullying and that bullying can occur in person and can occur virtually. I think kids, they're so technology savvy now that even when we try to put restrictions on there, a lot of my patients are able to find workarounds and share that with me. But I know some parents have been looking at situations like maybe turning off the Wi-Fi after midnight. Because we, as we know, electronically or in person, nothing good happens after midnight with teenagers. Um, other uh, strategies I've seen parents use um, is when their child wants to set up a social media account, <clears throat> they make it a family email instead of the child's personal email. That, that way the parent can see um, social media Uh, activity going through a shared email so their child isn't so isolated on electronic devices.
1: She is a pediatric psychologist, Dr. Katrina Hermitet with Akron Children's Hospital. Are there some warning signs, Katrina, where parenting, grandparents, guardians could (coughs) see that maybe there might be some bullying going on?
0: Yeah, so I would start looking for some of those hallmark symptoms of depression and anxiety. And so depression has been linked to cyber, uh, cyber use, right? So kids that spend a lot of time on social media might have higher symptoms of depression. Um, but we don't know if that's a causal relationship, right, that social media is causing depression, or a correlational relationship, meaning that kids with depression might more likely want to interact on social media. So looking at things like withdrawal, irritability, low motivation, having difficulty completing schoolwork, as well as anxiety symptoms. So so there have actually been links to separation anxiety. The kids and teens can experience symptoms of separation anxiety when you remove them from their social media or their technology devices. And so that's really some of the symptoms that I would look for. And if you have concerns like that, I would really bring that up to your school team, your school personnel, or a mental health expert.
1: Dr. Katrina Hermitette with us for the Akron Children's Hospital. She is a pediatric psychologist. And I like what you had to say a couple of moments ago, Katrina, when you said your student, your teen, might be even being bullied without them realizing it at that point. So I want to turn the table a little bit with my next question. And from a parent's standpoint, obviously we want to try to head this off if our teen is the one doing the bullying But it might start out something subtle, social media and cyberbullying, but it could go down the hill and steamroll into something big. And I thought maybe you could hit that aspect inside the home to try to head this type of action off from a teen.
0: Yes, and that actually has become part of my practice at Akron Children's. So when I am talking to kids about bullying, I ask them if they've been a bully victim or I ask them, has anyone ever called them a bully? A lot of times I'm even approaching it here at Akron Children's Hospital in that way. And so I think the way that it starts with families and it reminds me of our our prior conversation is you have to establish a place of safety that your child feels like they can come to you to talk about all things. So if you have that a relationship with your child, your child might be able to say like, hey, man, this This person called me a bully today, and that would give you an opportunity as a parent to say, okay, why is that? Have you ever thought that maybe that kind of repetitive posting about that person is bullying, right? And talk to your child that cyberbullying is bullying, and acts that are aggressive or acts that only make one person laugh and not two people laugh, that's how we start to define this new definition of bullying.
1: Boy, that's well said, Katrina. Katrina, also go to the aspect, because I don't know if enough people realize how big of a problem this is. You are constantly talking to individuals and families and classes and all these people almost every day about this issue. For those people who have been inside the House and might not realize that this is a huge issue, unfortunately.
0: Yes, and, and even preparing for our talk today, when I was looking up suicide, right, suicide is the second leading cause of death in teens, right? So if they don't feel safe at school or if, or if they don't have a climate or a social support network that's making them feel accepted, we're putting kids at risk, right? And so that's why this really is a mental health crisis, right? This is a health crisis that we all should take seriously.
1: To wrap up our conversation, Katrina, in a nutshell, you're in front of, let's say, some parents and guardians and grandparents in front of you right now, and you're summarizing the bullying issue and how they can help. What would be your words?
0: I would first start by making the home a safe place, right? Making sure that we are not modeling bullying, right? Because sometimes even adults don't know that they're bullying on social networking, right? Mm-hmm. I would also um, check with the school to make sure that the school has a a school climate that is addressing cyberbullying and making sure that we are teaching kids to be effective at media literacy and responsible um, cell phone users. So that's where I would start. And then again, just when we talk about bullying, we have to include social media because those are the issues and concerns that kids bring up to me every single day. That's where I would start.